Are you ready to learn what red flags keep an eye out for when looking for love? Then we've got you covered. I'm Brianna. And I'm Alex. And this is the podcast where we unpack reality TV and call out the bullshit. So that you show up confidently while dating and in relationships. Welcome to Ditch the the Script. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Hey, that was good. I liked that. Can we just keep doing that? <laughs> just breathing. breathing. Alex and I were just breathing for 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, Guys, that's all it takes, babes. 30 yeah, seconds. 30 seconds. With your bestie home. in harmony. Yeah. In harmony. That was actually really I, nice. It we was. We co-regulated. It was only, I feel so much better, <laughs> which is hilarious because before we hit record, I was like manic for a second. <laughs> you were like... Okay, 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 we're going, let's go. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, four belly breaths later, and it's better. New people. New people. Um, that brings us. Yeah. How are we doing? How are we doing? How are you doing? Oh, my God, what a loaded question. I'm doing mm-hmm. good. I'm showing up in life. I'm functioning. I'm mm-hmm. here, and I am figuring my life things out, but I do have a big bomb to drop let's hear it where are you at what's going on oh my god just saying these words out loud i know this setting is going to be so triggering i'm with okay, you okay ready i'm with you we're gonna breathe mm-hmm. jordan and i broke up mm. i feel like i can hear everyone on the other side of the show being like Ugh. fuck and if you listen to this on the car keep your hands at 10 and 2 please yeah please <laughs> No veering off um, the road. Ah. Okay, honestly, now that I've said it out loud, you feel better. My heart, my heart is literally pounding. You can probably oh. see it through my Stranger Things shirt, but I'm low key like, okay, I can do this. It's not you so can scary. Do it. Yeah, it's a great um, shirt, by the way. Well, shirt. yeah, this was my. Ho- I was 11 for Halloween with my coworker Alicia. She was my Dope. mom. She was. Oh my god. Um, so good. What's her face? The freaky mom. Oh my god, the actress. Uh, can What's I, her name? I have, a con- I have a confession. Winona Ryder. Oh, okay, you great. Seen it? I stopped watching after the first season. Ooh, you heathen! Okay. <laughs> I know, I know. It's Everyone, okay. keep your hands on the wheel. Keep your hands on Just the wheel. Two bombs. <laughs> Two bombs have been dropped. <laughs> Alex is single, and Bree stopped watching Stranger uh, Things after season yeah. one. <laughs> Jesus. What are yeah. we hitting the world with today? I don't know. Um, yeah. So we've actually been, for those of you who listen, Bree's known, but we've been apart for quite some time now, like mm-hmm. even despite living together. But yeah. basically like, you know, Jordan and I have a lot of love for each other. We've been together for what was like three years. And, yeah. um, you know, if I had to wrap a synopsis up of why our relationship fell apart, I would say it would be a combination of mental health and trauma responses. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) On both of our, on both parts, you know, like we both, obviously, like I talk about this with clients all the time and it's like, you know, no one's perfect. And for me, I look, I can talk about my experience and my side of things. And for me, my challenge towards the end of our relationship was navigating how do I support a partner through some gnarly depression? 
Mm-hmm. And it was a lane of trying to find the difference between enabling and supporting. Yeah. Right. And um, I learned some lessons the hard way on that side, which I think, you know, on in hindsight is going to be really valuable. Cause like, as I've gone through this breakup while running a business, seeing clients, a podcast, going to school and Dude. having my events gig. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I'm really fucking proud of myself. Yeah. I'm proud of you too. I'm proud of you too. You've really like, I have words to say, but I'm going to hang on to them. Okay. Cause I'm proud of you. And thanks babe. Um, but yeah, you know, so, so I, it, it, it got, I guess I can say like these last three months, um, really got challenging for us in navigating a few things. And I wanted to approach it one way and he wanted to approach it another way. And those ways just weren't meeting and weren't productive. And so we had to put the relationship down. Yeah. And I think that's the kindest way I can express or explain what occurred while still respecting both of our privacies. Of hundred percent. I think that's really important. As you said. And yeah. And like, you know, we, we, like I said, we have so much love for each other. And I think for both of us, Ooh, getting emotional. We're holding you. For both of us. The hardest part has been having to make peace with the fact that, um, we need to move on. Yeah. For both of you. You know, I think what's been really unique to be able to witness during this transition for you guys is like two really grown, respectful, mature people doing the hardest things when it comes to making really big life choices for themselves. And I think when we're in a relationship with someone who we love and we respect and we have endless amounts of care and consideration for, you still have to take care of yourself. You still have to prioritize yourself. And I think the two of you are really making an effort to do that for your own personal reasons for yourselves, because no matter if we're in a, in a relationship, you know, if we're in a monogamous relationship, we still have this relationship with ourselves. We still have the rest of our lives to consider. And you have to consider making sure that you are moving towards the life that you think is important for you. And I think that the two of you are desperately trying to do that for yourselves. And it's been heavy, right? Like it is not easy. It is not easy to, to hold difficult conversation after difficult conversation after difficult conversation, just to get to a place where you are saying, okay, this is, this is where I feel like we have to go next. However, like for you, you have done so much work in your own lane (laughs) of healing that you wouldn't have been able to respond the way that you have years ago, the way that you are right now. You, the two of you wouldn't be able to like take care of each other through that process, the way that you are right now, if it wasn't for that. Yeah, true. 
Like, and I think in this weird, awkward way for me, that's been kind of the cool part of this breakup. It sounds really fucked up, but like the cool part has been like, because of the work I've done on myself and the amount of like value that I know I have and like really knowing that and knowing my own worth, Mm -hmm. it's allowed me to slowly, like, obviously guys don't, please don't get me wrong. It's still painful. Clearly I'm like upset. It's hard, but I'm eating. I'm not growing up. Yeah. Like Alex used to really struggle with breakups because Alex, I did it. See, we talked about how I talk in the person <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Your girl. <laughs> Your girl. <laughs> Your girl, Alex, used to be lost in her emotional sauce mm. during a breakup because I would take it so personally and I would be in this mindset of mm-hmm. like, love me. My Basically, my inner child wounds were raw as yeah. fuck in the old yeah. days of like, having like just feeling this need to be chosen and like scream and chase and prove and fight for someone's attention who didn't want me in return and literally like the complete opposite has happened this go around it's like i've been able to see things for what they are and Mm -hmm. find myself at the same time like okay but Yes, mm-hmm. this is painful and you're going to be okay, right? Yeah, totally. Yes, you know, this isn't what you wanted to happen. Like, I imagine Jordan and I throwing spitballs at the age of 80 at a diner. Yeah. Or like, that's, yeah. that was our vibe, you know? And now it's like, yeah. to mourn the loss of the idea of that, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. But, but what's been so cool is me still functioning. Like, yeah. like and guys, it's been like six weeks that I've been yeah. dealing with this in the back of back end of things. And no one has really known other than Brie and like some of my clients know, um, but you wouldn't have known. And I'm really proud of myself. That's the thing. (laughs) Like, as you were mentioning earlier, like you've been tackling and taking on so much all the while, all of the jobs that you have, your business, (laughs) school, you moved, Alex moved. And, and like, literally, literally like no exaggeration, zero days off. And you have been just doing your best to take care of yourself all the while. And, and you are incredibly proud of this, but you also should be because you know that this older version of you, and we have compassion for her as well, because she went through a lot and she only knew what she knew. Couldn't have done what you did now. No. And it's been really like, also side note, guys, I have been, while I've been going through this breakup myself, I've actually been putting together materials on like a breakup SOS, like automated (laughs) little program for anyone, because here's the deal. This is what Alex does. This is what your Mm -hmm. girl does. She, and this is how my business came to be is I took all of the lessons that I learned the hard way and wrapped them up and put a bow on them for my clients nowadays. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. I know breaking up is so painful. And now I will say this breaking up from a healthy relationship. And I still very much consider Jordan and I, we had a hundred percent healthy relationship. hundred percent. We talked yeah. about so everything. everything like oh my gosh were there aspects that could have been healthier yes I yeah think of that's course because you're, you're human beings yeah right 
But, you know, I will say like leaving this and again, because of the self-worth, but also the dynamic of us has been way easier than any of like the older narcissistic, severely toxic relationships I've been in. Mm -hmm. So I'm just really excited to kind of wrap up the journaling that I've been doing and like the things that have really been a comfort to me for any woman trying to move on and like wanting to know the steps to take. So like, I'm excited to turn this experience into a positive, um, you know, in some way, shape or form. And honestly, even for me in my own journey, it's been a positive because now with my own self-awareness and Brie knows this because I've been voice noting her as I'm like, I'm feeling like this today. And then I'll be like, which is so my inner child just needing this. So <laughs> I'm going to go sit with that for a second. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, it's been nice to have that awareness and know exactly how to kind of talk to the part of me that is hurting. Um, while the part of me that's like this version that the external world sees the most of is like showing up and functioning and like doing her thing. But Alex's yeah. internal world has need a, needed a lot of tender loving care recently. So. Yeah. 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 So now okay. where we're headed is that you're in your new place. Um, time is, time is happening. Alex is, Alex has moved. She's got a, an Amazon cart full of beautiful things (laughs) that she wants to decorate. Oh my God. I'm so excited. It's going to be, and I, and I think like, we'll see, uh, you know, what comes of this for you, for Jordan. Um, we obviously care a lot about him and we have a lot of high regard for him and we love yeah. him. And so we want, we want, love we want you. good things Lots, for him. Bud. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I think, um, this is just where we're at right now. Onwards and upwards, right? I'm going to get emotional. Oh, I know. Like you were, <laughs> it's, I think that's the shitty part is like, there were just so many great things about it, but it is what yeah. it is, you know? So, you know, better chapter. The thing that I feel like we end up talking a lot about when we're on the show and we're just like, with like married at first sight, Jasmina, like make out with your husband, yeah. Brianna, yeah. say yes to the dates. Like, um, everyone, we're just like fall in love if you can. It's such a privilege. It doesn't mean that you're going to spare yourself any heartbreak, but oh my God. life Life without loving is just not fucking worth it. Oh my God. Yeah. And I think, you know, that was one of the first exercises I did in my journal was like, list out all the things I'm so grateful that this relationship Mm -hmm. brought me. Mm -hmm. And that, like, it can be really hard to do when you're in your feels because of course, like at first the feelings that arise are like mostly anger and it's just like you just want to scream. You know what I mean? Cause the things aren't working out the way, at least for Alex, I can, again, for me, I can talk about this. Like the yeah. way that it shows up for me is like, I'm really angry. I'm really focused on like, you know, the wound of like, you did this to me. And so I had to challenge my ego to say like, okay, instead of taking it like this, like, let's look at it from this angle. and like, let's actually like love on this and see what we're grateful for. And I think that I completely agree with what you said, because I would have much rather have met Jordan, been with him for the last mm. three years, had the fucking time of our lives that we had together. Mm-hmm. And I'd mm-hmm. still like, I would do it all again. Yeah. 100%. Because, yeah. Because of the amount of growth and opportunity it brought to me. You're a different person because of it. So is he. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
and he'll say the same thing. He has uh, said he'd the same say the thing. Same, yeah, he'd say the same thing. So listen, you, know, you guys, I, if if you have to break up, like I I really encourage you to like turn turn towards yourself, take care of those tender parts of yourself that yeah. need nurturing, that need care, that need comfort. Reach out to your people for that support when you need it. And yeah. find find those, I, I don't want to call it silver linings because I think that that's sort of like a crock, but like find find the pieces of your experience that you feel grateful for because I promise it will serve you. Yeah. Because if you're able to come out of it, even having gone through a lot of pain, even having gone through a lot of disappointment and hurt for mourning the things that could have been, if you're able to come out on the other side with a ton of respect for yourself, a ton of respect for your ex, that's a really good fucking place to be. True. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I can, you know, like, yes. And I want to say I'm even grateful for the really unhealthy relationships I've been through because it brought me to where mm. I am today and was really what created my business in the end. So it's like, totally. you know, that, but it takes, it takes you being in the right place to get there. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I think, I think too often when breakups happen, there's especially public breakups i feel like there's this urgency not saying that i'm like this fucking profound influencer no, but, and everyone but <laughs> like, the work but the, the work business, that you do yeah and yeah the work that i feel you, do. you know it's been a concern of mine on like how do i want to handle this and so i think often in these public breakup scenarios people are so excited and eager to label like who really messed it up and who is at fault and who screwed up and, and, uh, you know, that's not what this conversation is and nor does it, nor does it need to be that way. You know what I mean? Nope. So it's not important. Yeah, no, not at all. And so, you know, I, like I said, so much beauty came from that relationship. I'm so thankful for him. I still am thankful for him. We're still like good friends, although we're working on having to go our separate ways officially <laughs> and like, yeah, enter yeah. no contact, which is the next step. I still need to get some <laughs> of my crap from our old place. But, you know, um, again, like it's been, it's been really nice to have obviously Brie by my side through this whole thing, my pseudo parents as well, my coworkers. And like, mm -hmm. I really appreciate all of you um, just being by my side while I've been yeah. all over the place, not only physically running around this world, but emotionally. <laughs> mm -hmm. Listen, yeah. I just want people to know that you folded up a pizza and ate it like a taco. Oh and my God, that was so funny. <laughs> my first meal, Bree's alluding to my first meal in my new place because I didn't have my plates or my knives yet from my apartment with Jordan. And so, you know, your girl had to improvise and she took her frozen, you know, pizza once baked, folded it up like a taco and just ate that bad boy. And she fucking did it. And she's eating and we're really happy. So that's good. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so that's that. thanks for, thanks for sharing that with us. I know that that is hard. Um, and it's not something that any of us like deserve, but you gave it to us anyway. And so thank you. It was pretty yeah. fucking brave. Thanks. Aww. You're welcome. I love you. I love you. <laughs> okay. So, Hello. Hey, we have a really good show. For the rest of this, <laughs> we've been in our feels, and now we're ready to get into the ultimatum. Other people's feels. <laughs> Other people's feels. Honestly, and mixed with a little bit of our own. <laughs> this Bro, episode I had words, too. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. It's insane. Um yeah, for real, real. So where we left off um, was we where do we want to start? We, yeah. we, we, we're gonna pick up where we left off because where we left off was the major cliffhanger. We didn't know what Hunter mm-hmm. was gonna say. He said that he was like dun, dun, dun. I want I want Alexis, which is his girlfriend that he came into the show with. And then he proposed to her. She did not even look happy. She was like <laughs> <laughs> She, like just like that. She didn't. But you know like, what? what? I am happy for her. I'm happy. I'm happy for her. Listen, the girl had a goal she set out for, and her little boyfriend delivered. She got what she wanted. P. Oh man, I feel for Hunter, baby. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and like you know, to each their own. That I just saw a lot of red flags, and so Hunter, wish you all the best, bud. You know what? I'm going to say something that my dad says sometimes about my mom. He goes, I know who I married. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like... I I love that. That's cute. Hunter, Hunter, it's sort of used as an insult sometimes. I don't love that, but... But I think like Hunter, yeah. like I think, he, I think he knows what he. I think he knows who he's with. You know. I mean, he kind of said that in his proposal. He was like, "The good, I love you, all the parts, the good, the bad." And I the was bad. like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> oh man, yeah. I just I want her to be a little bit more compassionate and see other people's perspectives. Mm. That's my wish for Alexis in her growth: compassion and being open minded. <sighs> yeah, I you know? think that that would be cool too. I, I, sometimes, listen, it's really wonderful to be moving towards your own personal goals because those of us that put effort towards that, wanting something out of our lives, listen, you going to get it. But yeah. don't go after your goals at the expense of other people and maybe their dreams and their goals and what they want. So just... And don't project your own stuff onto other people. That's yeah. Like, yeah. We're going to get into yeah, that. We're going to get into gnarly. how that showed up. We're going to, let's do it. What we saw next Ooh, was, man. um, we're watching Colby start to make a speech about choosing Lauren. Okay. Wait, hang on. First of all, we see Nate who is clearly freaking out because he was going to oh choose. Oh my god! He was going to choose all of the people that did not choose him. Yeah, done. Turned him down already. Shanique chose Zay. April chose Hunter, and then she got shot down anyway. So Nate is fucking scrambling. You know when? Yeah, he is. He he showed up on the show with Lauren, his girlfriend, who he wants kids. She doesn't. He wants to marry her. Blah blah blah. And so he says to Madeline, he's like, "Hey." Hey, I'd say, I'm going to pick you. And Madeline's like, I'm out Which here. Which is like some kindergarten, like first grade, like kicking them under the table. Like, hey, you're going to be my partner. Yeah. Gonna, it is all types of fucking weird. It was weird. It was, yeah. And Madeline, I it mean, I, I feel like maybe we only know this because we know this, but I feel like I could have read her thoughts, which is like, I'm <laughs> halfway to fucking Randall. So you, you're going to have to pick someone else, sir. She literally was like, no, no, are you serious? Like, she was like, don't, please, please don't, don't. <laughs> was her vibe. And she was like, no, we, I'm already on Randall's dick. You don't see it? So my t- my this? take was <laughs> Nate's freaking out. Nate's freaking out. This is not yep. going for him. 
Um, Completely agree. He is. So we start to see Colby make this speech, which I had lots of issues with as well, about Lauren, who's Nate's girlfriend. He's like, I, yeah. I've spent a lot of time with you. I really like you. La, 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 la. And I'm like, he, he's like, I feel like I can get you to decide that you want kids. I hated how he said that. It, he tells Lauren, <laughs> I can help you overcome uh, your fear with like the thought of, and I was like, literally in my notes where I put bro, does she need to overcome it? Or does she need to explore the idea of having children? Those are two very different things. We, you know what I mean? Like she doesn't need to overcome anything. Totally. She needs to figure out what she wants. Exactly. We have to stop doing Sorry. this to women. I really didn't like his choice. Of I words. really yeah. didn't like, I'm, we, glad for that, real. I'm glad that you came with the quote because it saying it the way that he did is so much more impactful than me just being like, he wants it was her to have vomit inducing. It was really gross. And, and I'm a little perturbed at Lauren, I guess, because it's like, dude, if, if, if you really feel the way that you feel about not having kids, then let that be the fucking deal breaker, bro. Make For that real. clear, make that For clear real. and don't accept these fucking the fantasies that everyone else is selling you because they think that you're hot and they want to have sex with you and then maybe do marriage together. Like if you don't want kids <laughs> live in that truth, there's nothing wrong with that, but then go find someone that do also doesn't want children. Yeah, for real. Okay. So full transparency, like I used to think I used to want to be a mom. Like it was, I think every woman grows up because that's patriarchy. We're, We're very much seeing it yeah. with Colby. Yeah. It's put on us. It's, it's like, that's the expectation. Mm -hmm. You get up. Yeah. Your job as a woman is to procreate the species basically. Mm -hmm. And, um, or keep the species going, whatever the right word is for that. All of it. Um, We're responsible for all of so, it. So <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, but recently, like over the last year and even Jordan and I, when we were together, we we're talking about it. It's like, I don't know if I really want kids anymore. And that was huge for both of us to even have to navigate that combo because yeah. it wasn't something we ever even considered. It was talking like, we're about. great with kids. Of course we want kids. We love babies. Yeah. And then it was like, wait, as an adult with where I am and the emotional capacity that I have at the end of my work day, can I really tolerate, like, do I see myself having a two-year-old at my feet, mommy, 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 when I'm done with my work day? And I like, I really started thinking about that and I was like, mm. yeah, I don't know if I'm there. Yeah. And if I'm, if I do get there, I'm definitely not there yet. Yeah. And so when I've totally. been watching this thing play out with Lauren, I have been screaming kind of the same thing because if I was her, like when I start dating again, Alex is so not ready for that. But when yeah. I do, that is something that I'm going to have to talk about and yeah. think about like, yeah. am I a maybe I want kids with the right person or am I a hard, like, no, I don't yeah. want kids mm -hmm. because of exactly what you're saying. Women, we're allowed to fucking make up our own choice with how, our bodies. And if we want to have kids or not, and if you are of the mindset I don't think I want kids. Don't let a guy, no matter how cute and charming he is, try and persuade you otherwise. Truly, like, I don't care if he's <laughs> Michael B. Jordan and he's come to your home with flowers and said, bitch, it's you. Let's have babies. If that's not what you want, like, please don't entertain the, the, it's gonna, they're gonna manipulate you. They want, if they want you to have their children, they're gonna, they're going to make it a really, really, really hard thing to pass up with them. 
Yeah, because it's not an open conversation. It's a, it's a like, personal Colby's choice. basically saying, I want kids, so I want to be with you to convince you to have kids exactly. with me. And it's like, that's so icky. You want to talk about ick factor? That, yeah, that's gross. Yeah, that would put me off immediately. Immediately. And I don't even really know how yeah. I feel about all that, but I, I that would... The minute that someone was like, no, you don't want that when, when we're together, you'll want it. Mm, I'm Don't out. try and tell me that. I am out. Yeah. <laughs> really fast. That's so red. It's so red flag. It's a big red flag. So red flag. Um, You're going to tell me what I want? Bro, you don't even know my middle name no. yet. You know what I want? My <laughs> foot up your fucking ass. That's what I want. And some tacos. Oh. <laughs> yeah. To eat? Or to put up his ass? Yeah, I'm hungry. Oh. <laughs> I just say, no. <laughs> I just eat a lot. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, I need to eat more. <laughs> yeah, you do. But like, um, when, I'm in, when I'm in the right state. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, moving okay, on. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so, so, Nate's listening to... Uh, Colby start to spill the beans about Lauren. He's about to, he's setting up the whole thing. And Nate goes, oh, hold up, wait a minute. And then he goes over to Lauren and he proposes to her. And she says, absolutely, yes, please, yes, please. And everyone was just like, oh my God, what's happening here? What the hell? And Nate, yeah, there's some something else that bothered me about this is that when Nate's proposing to her, he's like, I like if, if being with you means that I sacrifice having children, that's what I want. And I'm going to tell you right now, girl, that's not what he wants. That's not what no, he wants. He's still going to try and convince you. It's this. So what we saw with Nate last week, when I was like, every conversation he has with these ladies, it's like, he is bulldozing them with questions on like, do you want a family? Do you want a family? Do you have kids? Do you have like, like, what do you want in life? What's your timeline? So bulldozy with the, the topic of children and a family and the, and the length of relationship and all of that, that now he's backpedaling because mm -hmm. he got rejected, rejected again. And now he's seeing his girl about to be swooped up by some other guy. Um, and so he is freaking out and Lauren without, oh my God, it was bad, dude. So I personally, and I didn't like how Nate, reacted to everybody else i really didn't like he's that because really they all start kind of calling him on it he's, he's so defensive and he says these like icky okay i would love to talk to you about this but i don't know if you saw this part where he was sitting down when april started eventually talking and was like that fake ass apology and then he says he's like oh yeah so i gave a fake ass apology like he like says those comments in between when other people are talking like where he's trying to defend himself, but it's in this ucky, passive aggressive way. To me, that's a huge red flag because it's in a, it's him uh, being unable to say like, look, I understand why you guys are perceiving it that way. Mm -hmm. Like if he would have just validated them, but in my opinion, the reason he's defensive is because everybody's right. And he's just not happy that he's getting caught. I fully so, agree. I fully yeah. agree. I think yeah. that, and it's interesting because April called him out for it and she was clearly like in her feelings. She was like having an emotional moment, just like on the stage with oh my everyone God. else. <laughs> so we're at this dinner yep. on the proverbial stage. Uh, but what she called him out for, which was like, listen, you freaked, you proposed to your girl, y'all have not figured out your shit, 
if, if this is what you ended up coming here to do without having to actually figure out how, like how to work on your relationship, then you're not taking the show seriously. And I am. And that makes me really upset. Right. That's essentially what she says. Yeah. And Alexis, I, I, I was really grateful for Alexis's input in this moment because Alexis was like, listen, April, I think that you just said a lot of things that a lot of people were already feeling. People are feeling. And I was like, yeah. The wisest thing Alexis has said. Honestly, in that moment, I was like, thank you. because That came out of nowhere. She's she's a bitch. And sometimes we need bitches to stand up and be like, listen, uh, you you gave everyone a voice. I I appreciated that. And and to your point, Nate is like, can't let anyone sit down. Vanessa Lachey has to be like, Nate, stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) Because he cannot stop. He won't settle because he's so triggered. He's so upset. He thinks that everyone thinks it's bullshit. My dude, it is bullshit. Like you just told Madeline that you were going to ask her to be the one. Yeah. You were going to pick her because. And now you're proposing. Exactly. Like, come on, bro. Like just listen, if you want to really be good at bullshitting, pretend like validate people and shut the fuck up and people will stop fucking talking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really hard to watch. I do want to back up because when Colby pre right before, um, Nate, you know, pops the question, Colby is like pursuing Lauren and, you know, basically explaining why he wants to pick her and Alexis interrupts and is like, I don't think Colby's a good person. And I was like, girl, just because he said, she's like, first off, the first thing he said was I'm not attracted. Not what he said. And it was like, Okay, not what he said. He said he's not attracted to you, first of all. And I love how Colby was like, actually, that wasn't the first thing I said. You didn't hear the first thing I said, which is why you think that's the first thing I said. He didn't say say that, but I kind of wish he did because that was the truth. That's what was happening. Um, I agree. I thought that that was just very, like, her ego was bruised (laughs) and she just, like, got loud about it. But this is what happens, like, when we, like, let's say I go on a shitty date with a dude that, like, I feel like totally wronged me. Alex, I'm going to reach out to you and be like, this dude said this thing and he made this comment and I felt this way. And you're going to be like, ah, fuck that guy. When in reality, like I've totally telephoned the situation. I've totally misread what actually happened. And now I'm out here in these streets slandering this poor dude's name. What? Just because he didn't like me? Come on. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, um, you know, this is what, when we were talking at the start of the episode where it's like, don't project your own stuff on mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's happening here. Yeah, she's upset. And so, um, I just wanted to call that out because I think it's important. And I think we see that a lot. Like people take rejection can there are men and women alike, right. And everything in between, no matter how you identify or what your orientation is, there are so many moments where rejection stings and it causes us to want to sit in this egotistical state of let me prove to you <laughs> why you're wrong and in alexis's way of doing that is to cast shame on colby and to push colby down yeah and instead of whatever else in a healthier way there's so many other options we could discuss um and it's we need to be better Rejection sucks for everybody. No one likes it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that we get to take that pain and try and throw it at somebody else. Right. right? Like, let's sit with that. Yeah. And just allow it to dissipate. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah. where we head next is Colby 
at, like sort of scrambles <laughs> and picks April. Poor April, dude. I, I this I episode know. had me feeling for April for a lot of different reasons. Because here, I agree. Listen, um, Alexis and Hunter, they're engaged. They're going to leave. Lauren and Nate, they're engaged. They're going to leave. We do see like a, a bedroom. Oh, can't wait to talk about we, that. We should we talk about it now? Let's talk about it now. Yeah, I'm really proud of Lauren. Yeah, honestly. Okay, Be- because she kind of calls him. Go yeah, ahead. she calls. She calls him. She just listen. She's like, I like. I'm really happy. However, like we have to talk about the thing about the kids and Nate, who I am now in this moment convinced he's an idiot, is like, listen, yep. this is about us getting married. That's a kid's issue. I wanted Alex. I cringe factor. I wanted. 100. I wanted to look him up in the yellow pages, find his telephone number, and fucking scream at him. Marriage is it is a kid's issue. You have to yeah. fucking think about this shit, especially when you're making big statements filled with big, big, big quote romantic moments. Gestures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For your partner who's like loves you. And you're going to try to, what, compartmentalize that this is just about us getting married. It's not about the fact that we have fundamental different beliefs about getting, it about having feels, kids. It, what it feels icky to me is, is like he wants to marry her and then post-marriage try and convince her to have babies. Because now it's much harder for her to just be like, bye, right? She has to file paperwork and shit if right. she wants to divorce. Exactly. So it's like... It feels really manipulative, and I'm really proud of her for being like, if we need to get a therapist to figure out this kid's thing, I'm all for it. Yes, please do. Please do. Like, come on. You know, I, you know, because here's why. I can speak to this with the utmost confidence, because I've talked to you about this couple that I was working with, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, over winter, and they've been married six years and are now having the conversation around, like, wait, do we both really want kids? Mm -hmm. And the husband in the equation was like, I don't know if I really do. And she's like, I absolutely do. And let me tell you how painful that is. Yeah. Like having to have that conversation while you've developed and integrated your life with somebody for years. And now you hit this roadblock. Oh my God. Yeah. So please do your due diligence before you sign a piece of paper and make this a legal arrangement. You know what? Like, you could sign a different oh my piece God. of paper. Which are consent Elise. documents. <laughs> no, I was going to say consent documents oh, for a therapist. Consent documents. Yes. And, and sign, yeah. sign those papers first and get some help, truly. Um, figure out, yeah. is, is, it, is it, do you not want to have kids at all? Or is it that you don't want to have kids with this person? Why don't you want to have kids with this person? What are the things that you're concerned about? Have, allow there to be this safe, neutral space where someone can moderate these conversations to allow the two of you to really understand, is this about us really wanting different things? Or have we not dealt with some things that are major barriers to us making this major life commitment? I'm talking For real. life, yeah. at least 18 years. Yeah. Plus some. I know. Yeah. <sighs> oh yeah. God. And that's whether you end up staying married or not. Yeah. You end up co-parenting. So oh, it's like, you better yeah. sign up with, that's the other thing is like, can we, okay, this is going to sound <laughs> so side note, but I just want to cap it with this. When we're looking for life partners, this mm-hmm. is going to sound, it's on the line of negative visualization. So just to pump the brakes and explain what that is. Negative visualization is like, 
if I, for example, setting goals, a version of that could be like, what do I want it to say on my tombstone? Right? Mm. Like left their legacy was this and then like reverse engineer that. Mm -hmm. Right. So when it comes to negative visualization and in co-parenting, I think it's important to choose a life partner that you absolutely love, obviously have a great friendship with that you have similar values with, but also that, you know, if shit were to go left and get really weird and you did end up having to divorce and you did end up having to co-parent that you know that they would be a decent human being about it. I think that is something to take into consideration because we don't know what life brings like a fucking pandemic and how that impacts people. And it's like, how, how are you going to navigate those times? You want to pick someone whose moral character is like, I'm going to choose to do the right thing. Mm, Right. right. Put our feelings aside for the kid. Yeah. And so I say that because it's like, you know, I think in the case of Nate and Lauren, Nate now being so focused on getting married and Lauren being so focused on, well, we need to figure the kids thing out. I hope they do figure the kids thing out before they ever even actually tie the knot. And at the same time, I think it's important for them to consider, Mm -hmm. like, do we see ourselves co-parenting successfully or are our egos going to get so wounded that we're going to end up therapizing our children, meaning talking to our kids as if there are therapists, right? God, that happens so much. Oh my God. So many, so many kids I see. Both you and I have clients. Yeah. I was going to say there's so many, so many adults that I see that have been treated as their parents therapists for one reason or many. And it, listen, they're okay. They're great people. It really does a number on you. It sure does. Yeah. Yep. It's not okay. So anyway, that's my little sidebar on that. That's actually a pretty cool thought experiment. I hadn't thought about it like that, but I like it. You know, I try and do that with a lot of aspects in my life. Yeah. Is like, if I didn't have this, what would, or if this happened, what would it be like? What would I want the Mm. outcome to be? It's really good for some, uh, combating anxiety. Okay, cool. So that's happening. Um, we really hope that they figure their shit out. And listen, yeah. if you need to break up, Alex has got a SOS breakup program coming, coming <laughs> her way. <laughs> so yes. we got you, honey. It's going to be great. Um, all right. So Colby and April are now uh, a couple for the next three weeks. Teaming up. They're teaming up. Oh, yeah. This is the thing. Okay. So I'm listening to words, but I'm also looking and listening at body language. Were you doing the same thing? Same. Okay. Yes. My, my, the impact that I had was, so they, they, they come together and they're like, okay, let's just get real. We're not each other's first or second or even third pick. Oops. But we're here together. We both created the ultimatums for our partners. Let us team up. To th- yeah. listen, they have no idea what's ahead of them. They have no idea what their options are, but the two of them are like, we're going to figure out how to make this happen so that all of our partners leave with us. He, 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 he. And I'm just like, I don't even know. You guys don't know what's going on. This is the first season of the show. We have no idea. You haven't watched this before. Um, but the body language God. that I'm seeing so I'm seeing Colby like, he, 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 like, I'm going to get Madeline back, which I definitely believe is what he wants. And while I also believe that April wants Jake, she's, I can tell, she's like, she can't help, but she can't like wipe her smile off of her face. I think that there's a part oh, of her Oh, she that's is like, sending out. Yeah. 
I think that she's oh, really yeah. happy to. I be made to, the same note. Yeah, I think that she's like. I don't think that she's happy to be in the situation she she's in, but I think that she's like ready to. Um, she's ready to see this turn out into some sort of fairy tale situation. We start as uh, co-conspirators, and then we fall in love. Like I don't know. I just I see. I see it in her face. Girl, yeah, okay. 100%. Like, so I made the same notes because body language is something that I review with clients, especially in Ready, Set, Swipe, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is, the, this is how you can tell if someone's into you or not. Mm-hmm. And we cover women, our biggest tell when we are, like, vibing with someone and, like, we are, we are feeling the flirty vibes, we fucking fix our hair and play with like, we try and show off our assets, right? So we make our boobs look good. We fix our hair a lot. We're smiling. So uh, yeah, so you (laughs) see her, especially in bed, right? They're like getting ready to canoodle and go to sleep Uh in the same bed for the first night. Colby's sweet. He brings her a water, you know, jumps in. They're having like a very honest conversation around like, yeah. And he's like, and she's just sitting there, like positioning herself like a princess, you know, on a chaise lounge, you know, mm-hmm. like fixing her hair, who her boobs look great. And like, you know, she's a pretty girl. Yeah. So I, I was like, you know, I know they're talking about their exes right now, but like, she is sending like a fuck me energy. So she's DTF. She's is what it looks like to me. And if anything, she's DTL down to love. You know, like I, I, yeah. I really felt like, and I think that people have to be careful in a situation like this. Like if you know that if we're dating, let's say, cause this show is not a regular schmegular fucking situation, but let's say you're dating and you're dating someone that just like came off of a relationship. You're both just brokenhearted and like, you're both trying to meet new people and take it slow and not rush into anything. So you say to one another, like, please be careful and not start telling people like, you know, the thing that I really love about you is, and you know, as we're sitting here, the thing that I'm also really loving that I, I, I don't, I feel like I noticed that I love about you is I just have so much respect. All of us, whether you're a man, a woman or whatever, like you're going to hear this and it's going to make you feel something. This is very true for women because of like the training that we've had with like, um, popular rom-coms and you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Very Hollywood influence, which is like, it's hard to hear the reasons why you love me. And then like three weeks later, you're like, nope, not going to work for me. It's really hard to hear that. So please be, I just need, if, I just need people to be more responsible with the shit that they say to one another. That's it. Yeah. Like, don't say it if you don't really mean it. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, and I especially feel in the context of the ultimatum, this show in particular, it's very similar to maths in the sense that like they have this idea where it's like, we're married. This is the expectation in maths. Right. And then this expectation with ultimatum, it's we're living together, which some of these people weren't even living together with their other partner, yeah. which to me, if I was producing this show, I would only use couples who were all living together previously. Cause I think that would be a much more interesting dynamic mm. than just some couples were living together. Some couples weren't. So they're not even coming in on this with equal experience in their relationship with where they're at. You know what I mean? Because cohabitating totally shifts the dynamic of a relationship. There is a mm-hmm. lot of stuff that comes up newly cohabitating that you never experience when you're living separately with someone, even if you've been together for like five years. Yeah. Okay. It's just the name of the game. 
So, you know, I, I just thought it was interesting because from speaking on your point of like, these people are saying really large things to one another. The very first night they're sharing a bed together. And I think it's because of this mindset of this is what we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. This is what we're supposed to say. And it's like, can't you just be real? Like if I was sitting there on a bed with someone that, you know, I left my person that I came there with to be with, I'd be like, doesn't this feel weird? Like, this yeah, is weird, right? totally. Like, or like, or can we, we have that conversation? I'd, I would, I'm so good at friend zoning myself. I won't even say friend zoning other people. I'm so good at friend zoning myself, even sometimes when I don't mean to that for me in bed, we'd be like dapping it up. We'd be like, listen, let's just take this for what it is. I'm, I don't have a mouth guard, but I'm going to put one in and we're just going to do sleepy yeah. and we're going to, we're going to keep it moving. We're going to see what tomorrow brings. Watch Lion King yeah, popcorn. Yeah. Let's Done. just like, let's stop talking about each other. Let's stop talking about our feelings. Like, listen, you really want to co-conspire, co-conspire with your new live in bestie, your new roomie. Like you gotta, you gotta set some boundaries. But they did not do that, which tells yeah. me someone's <laughs> going to get hurt. For sure. Gonna no, a lot hurt. of people are going to get hurt. Yeah. I feel like everyone's going to get hurt on this show. I don't see. How, okay. So what we know about what the rest of like the next three weeks for them looks like is they, it's an accelerated premarital trial, like whatever the fuck that means. But basically it's like they live together in their apartment. They meet families they have difficult conversations. Oh, they do? Yeah, they're supposed to meet families and have difficult conversations in the next I series. didn't know that. If Ew. I was dating, I'm thinking, I'm dating so many people right now. If I was dating, if I took one of these people, <laughs> if I took one of these people and was like, listen, we're going to go to my mom and dad's, which is entirely possible because they live like 15 minutes down the road. We're going to go to mom and dad's and then we're going to talk about our futures and we're going to stay with each other for the next three weeks. There is no fucking way we would make that out alive as a couple. There'd be no way. No way. No. This person no. would probably so much. have to file a restraining order. Actually, there wouldn't be because we'd amicably both leave and say, oh my God, I'm fucking exhausted. I just don't see how this would, yeah. how this would work. No, no, no. In a real life situation, it wouldn't. Are you kidding me? Please tell me someone who you've met off of a dating app or even in real life. And within three weeks of knowing them, you're like, hey, come meet my family. It's a lot. Like you don't even know them yet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. At least for me, I'm sure it does happen. Do I think it's necessarily the healthiest progression? I think a if it's me. a random person you've met, yeah, exactly. I think if it's a random person you've met, I would I would pay attention to that. If it's someone that like you've known and you already know their family and you've been friends and now that's totally different, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. in this scenario, it's like I'm meeting a completely random stranger off this show and now we're, our families are going to meet each other and that, it's like, no, no, yeah, run. I'm out. That sounds terrifying. Sounds bad. Sounds really I just, I don't know how we would get through that together. I feel like we'd be like, I wouldn't tired. I'd be tired. I'd say, mm, you know what? I'm yeah. going to pass. I'm going to pass. Better not. Okay. So the couples that we have left are, um, Zay and Shanique. We have, yep. um, Jake and Ray. Ray. We have April and Colby and we have Madeline and Randall. Let's just, yeah. Who's your, who's your favorite of these couples so far? Who are you feeling? April and Colby. Really? <laughs> They're your or favorite? Or Shanique and Zay. Like, those are the... Sorry, I mean, I, didn't mean to I don't really like any of them. 
No, okay, I don't. Me, that's the thing is, why. like, I don't. I don't really like any of them, so it's hard for me to pick them. Um, I think I like April and Colby because at least they're like, like, in I like the dynamic of them being like, well, this sucks to suck. Like, yeah, but we're they're kind not of doing. Together. But they're not doing it honestly. No, April's not. <laughs> I don't, th- I, don't think he, I don't think he, I don't think he, I don't think he is either because yes, he's like to our point. Yes. He is saying, okay, like, let's just do what we got to do to like get our partners back. But he's flattering her all the while. So maybe he doesn't realize yeah, that that's fucking think, problematic, but it's problematic. Yeah. I think it could be that, or it's a little bit like He's like, like, he's stupid. It's very similar to what Zay said. It's like, you know, if you have the opportunity to get late or Jake, Jake oh, said Jake. this about, right? Oh, like God. any guy would be lying. Any guy would be lying if he said they didn't want to screw her. So it's like, I feel like that could be kind of what's going on with Colby is like, I'm going to be with her for three weeks. So like, you know, when I'm ready to like get laid and like, I feel I can get there. I think he's trying to keep that door open, he's putting her on but ice. by no means is he like, but no, by no means is he genuinely like, I want to pursue April, at least not yet. Yeah. You know, maybe he'll see something in her over the next couple of weeks and have like, oh, wait, no, she's actually a really cool person. Which is annoying because he's know. already told her that he like really appreciates, admires and respects all these different qualities. Her so- happiness with Jake, which is like, okay, <sighs> it's cool. Fucking weird. It's fucking weird. Anyway. Okay. Okay. I, I also, if I had to pick, a, excuse me. If I had to pick a favorite, it would be Zanique and, sorry, Shanique and Zay. You made, you made, yeah, <laughs> but you made a couple name. I kind of like it. Zanique. Zanique. You know, it's Zay and Shanique put together. Let's call them Zanique. <laughs> I like it. We're going to run with it. I like it. Me too. Okay. The thing, Let's do the it. thing that I like about Zanique is um, we should make couple names for everyone. We should. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. We'll get there. Um, the thing that I like about Zanique is like, they have like a good mix of like playful and serious and respect, but also, yeah. I don't know who who's to say, what did you think about their interaction their first night together? I thought it was interesting. I think Shanique is, a, I can't. I think of all the women on the show, I think Shanique is the healthiest woman mm-hmm. on the show. Like, like as far as where she's at with her relationship with herself and like being honest about everything. Like, I think she has a good heart as well. Like I haven't seen many red flags from her. Yeah. Um, same with Zay, same with Zay. Mm-hmm. I think the two healthiest people on the show have found each other, yeah. you know? Um, Maybe that's why I like, so them. they seem stable as individuals. They do seem stable. I don't know. Um, I don't know how far their relationship's going to progress because I think Shanique is a little like Jasmine in the sense that it's like, I want to feel a certain way before we get to this point. Jasmina. And in this context, Math, yeah, Math's Jasmine. Jasmina, what did I call Jasmine. her? What did I call her? <laughs> Jasmine. Oh man, I missed the A. I'm so sorry. God, it's only been a week. <laughs> we were so done. Oh my God, Alex and I. I like dumped that yeah, name. Alex, I like... <laughs> Alex and I were first noting each other being like, so fucking glad we're done with maths. Love covering them. 
really glad to be done with them. Just over it. Just over yeah. it. Okay. Anyway. So, but she reminds me of Jasmina a bit, but the difference here is that Jasmina and Michael were married and it was a different, like, we needed to explore the marriage fully. Whereas Shanique, I am fine with her taking her time. Yeah. They aren't married. They're exploring this for three weeks. Like, so... I'm fine with it. They're the only. I'm just interested to see if anything happens. They're the only couple that didn't sleep in the bed together, um, and they didn't say they didn't like air like how they made that choice. Whether it was like Zay's respect for no. her, pri- like you know, privacy or like his relationship or vice versa, whatever. Um, however, to watch Zay, who arguably seems objectively seems like a really tall man on that teeny tiny little couch. I know. Oh, that was hard to see. And she went over and tucked him in, <laughs> and I did. was like, "But I almost felt cute. like that was like a moment where she was like testing." I okay. They, this Agreed. Is, this is how they edited it, right? I felt like it was weird. It was weird. Yeah. They edited it a little bit funny. Like they edited it like her being alone in the bed and sort of like I went, almost wonder if she was like, okay, what the show wants me to believe is she was having second thoughts. She went to go like tuck him in and like see if he was yep. gonna like pull her in or yep. something follow her yeah Yeah. that's exactly how it yeah and so for all we know the he may have said a comment and she got out of bed to go tuck him in like and it was like a funny joke but they muted their audio and put some sappy song all over it while we watched like we really don't know i got played but yes a hundred percent aggrieved on agreed on the perception that the show was trying to push yeah 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 um because that was the note i made i was like that was interesting like you know, it was weird. yeah, because it was delayed. Mm-hmm. It was a delayed tuck in. So that's why it was like, what was the intention? Or was it not delayed? And it just seemed delayed because of the way they edited it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so then we have we'll see with those two. Madeline and Randall, who we can call. Big Daddy Randall. <laughs> Big Daddy Randall. That was actually really funny. OK, what are, what's their couple? We can name? call him Mandel. 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 <laughs> okay. Mandel. <laughs> okay, so with Mandel. I'm writing them down. Okay, perfect. I want you to because we got to keep them in mind. Zanique Mandel. With proper spelling. Yeah, of course. 100%. Let's put some respect on their couple name. So we have Mandel who, you know, obviously where we met them in their like early signs of dating each other is that they're very sex forward. We sort of call Madeline out on her like... Just really trying to paint this very sexy picture. Sex bombing. Sex bombing. Absolutely. And they play truth or dare and Madeline's like doing the whole flirty thing. And there's like a dare to pretend to be a, uh, like a, a, what is it? Um, Help me out. What is it? Oh, dare to be an escort and call her up on the phone. First appointment. Right. Yeah. And Randall, who is uncomfortable, leans in, rolls with it. He's doing a fabulous job. That's when he called himself Big Daddy Great Randall. Great job. Really good job. Yeah. Really good job. Yeah. <laughs> Liked it. I enjoyed it. Me too. I was like, okay, Big Daddy Randall. Okay. <laughs> but then Madeline. What are you going like, to do to me, Big Daddy Randall? <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? And then Madeline pulled out, like, so to speak, really, really Like quickly. hard pulled out. She, she got like, shy. She got shy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, girl, was don't, like, oh don't start a fire. This is my problem with sex bombing. Don't, don't talk st- the talk. You yeah. can't fucking sex walk the walk. That's like, 
You yeah. had him. He was ready to go there, and I don't think he was ready to stop. He was like big, big daddy Randall's. In the she house. was. She yeah. was like, oh, oh my no. god. <laughs> and she even said, "She's like, I didn't expect that." And I'm like, "What? You asked like, him to you do don't it. know him, so you're just gonna assume that he doesn't have a sense of humor? Like, that's shitty." Yeah, you know, it's weird. You're just assuming he has a great dick for you to ride. Is that it? That's Is it. that the value of Randall? I think Randall brings more to the table. He sure does. He's listen. He's got a bit yeah. about him. He's a catch. He's a catch. I agree. I liked I liked seeing a little bit more of him Me in too. this episode. Me too. I didn't see any yeah. big red flag behavior um, on him. No, not yet. Um, and I hope that stays the case. Madeline, on the other hand, can we please talk about the sheet convo? Yeah, sure. I kind of was annoyed by it. Yeah. How do you feel? Like, well, how do you feel about top sheets? First of all, it was just established ground rules. I think top sheets are great. I sleep with the top sheet. Yeah. There have been times where I haven't slept with the top sheet. Uh-huh. Um, living with a man as well yeah because <laughs> that just happens occasionally especially when things aren't straight on the bed yeah. it's like all right okay whatever. guess we're just rocking without um, it okay <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like we go with the flow and like we fix it when we fix it yeah. you know like at least me that's how i was i'm sure there's people who are like madeline more type at a now what i didn't like about it was how condescending it came across yeah. she was trying to, to me i think she was trying to be playful. Was yeah, I think she was too. Like, I don't think she was trying to be mean, but the way she was like, this is a cleanliness thing. Like, you, no, you always sleep with the top sheet. Yeah. It just felt so like, how do you not know this yeah. at your age? Like, yeah. and that's what I didn't like because I was like, really? Like, are there top sheet police? Like, what happens if he doesn't? Like, can we just let him be him? Like, yeah. why? Yeah. You know, it just felt a little like if you're going to be sharing. A, and then she said that, like, over the next three weeks, we're using the top sheet. And so I just want to kind of pay attention to see if that it's uh, okay. What I, what I am trying to say, what your girl is trying to your say, girl. I'm not going to use my name <laughs> is it seemed a little controlling and I am interested to see how this shows up if at all moving forward, mm. because if it was controlling behavior out of the need to control, it'll continue to show up. If it was her trying to be playful and just it, she, it sounded a little awkward in the verbiage then that'll also be clear too. Mm-hmm. But when I was listening to that, that was the note I took. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was an interesting way to phrase it. Mm-hmm. So my two cents. Yeah. I think, listen, maybe it's because they're so new to one another, but I'm yep. not trying to come for anyone's flirty, jokey banter, Yeah, but, but that's only going to be good and received on both sides and work the way that you wanted to. If the two of you are both in on the joke, like Madeline's trying to yeah. play with him and also enforce a boundary where she's like top sheet only. And Randall right. is just sort of like answering the question where he's like, yeah, yeah, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. And she's like trying to play with him. This is, this is where it can become, it, it's no longer sarcastic and flirty. It's now, right. um, I feel like I'm being talked to like a child or like an idiot. Yeah. I just want to make sure yeah. you're on the same page. That's I, all. I think that's the danger with teasing in a flirting dynamic, especially mm. with someone that's new. It's like you don't know what their tolerance is and their threshold is and also like the topics that they're okay being teased about and the topics they're not. Yeah. And so it, that's kind of what I was picking up is like, I couldn't tell if she was trying to, like you said, be playful or if this was something that like Loki would really irritate her. And she's like trying to play it off like this playful thing, but really she's like 
use the fucking top sheet. Top sheet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that, like I said, like I'm just going to keep an eye out for that and it'll come to light. It always does later on in these shows. So we'll see. But, um, yeah, I just mm, be mindful of that. If you're trying to flirt, just be careful with teasing, especially like the early stages. Cause we're still learning each other. Yep. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And maybe set boundaries outside of teasing styles. I think it's really hard to set a boundary and for someone to take you seriously mm. if you're trying to be funny about it. We saw that happen time. with Mark and Lindsay a yeah. lot too. Ooh. You know, Mark would say no and be like, no, ha 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 ha. But he really meant like, no, stop. stop. And oh my God, that's such a good point. See? That's such a good that's point. That's what I'm, yeah. It's like, if you're trying to set the boundary, just be like, okay, well, I, I need you to know that I always sleep at the top sheet and it would be really helpful for me if you also slept under the top sheet so that we weren't, you know, you weren't weighing it down. Are you cool with that? Yeah. Understood. Right. But like teasing about it, it's like, wait a second. I don't, uh, yeah. Is that a I, real boundary? I don't know if you're being serious. Are you trying to be funny? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, okay, cool. Lesson learned. Okay. So then we have, um, Jake and Ray. Colby and April. Oh, oh Jake and Ray. Jake and Ray. Who we will call Rake. Rake. Yes, exactly. Write it down, bitch. Okay, we have Rake. Down. Who, and can we spell it R-A-E-K-E? That's what I spelled oh it. Oh my God. Telepathy. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. This is how you know you're supposed to be friends. 11-year-old Juju. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Jake and Ray you know what? Okay. There's some red flags and then there are some green ones. I'm going to give them, i give them mm-hmm. a green flag. They're one green flag. I'm going to get it. Great. They are like playful. I feel like their energy is pretty matched with one another. Pretty playful. Yeah. You can tell that they're like pretty giddy to like be there with each other. And it was like the first time that I saw like a couple that was like more or less like sort of on the same page. However. Yes. However, <laughs> there was a moment where um, they were sort of reflecting on Nate and Lauren's engagement and, or I'm sorry, they were reflecting on the dinner and like what it was like to like get up there and like choose someone and Ray saying like, I don't know, it was really hard for me to do. It was hard for me to do that. It was like, yeah, they was there and you were there and April's over there and I just had a hard time. And then what, and I, the reason why I'll make, make a point of why I'm bringing this up but what Jake says, he's like, felt a little guilty, didn't it? And Ray's like, yes, exactly. And I don't know if I'm just, my my lens is that I don't trust her and I don't trust the things that she says. Because again, I find herself, yeah. I find her to be positioning herself to sort of get to where she's headed in this, um, on the show. And I, I don't even know what that is yet, but I just, I'm I don't trust it. I'm with you. So when, when there are people, exactly. When there are people who are no stranger to lying or manipulation, which I only have an <laughs> inkling that she's doing, you, if you have to be really careful, you don't want to like speak for them and give this person room to just agree with what you've said. Is there a word for that? Yes. What's it called? Being smart. Oh, <laughs> oh are you talking about... Are you? T- I mean, it could be projection mm. is one way because you're saying how you would feel in that situation. So you're saying, well, oh, you felt this yeah, way. Yeah, of course. But, and you're- but what is it on the side of Ray when she's like, she just confirms what he said to like 
facilitate. I don't the know if there's a word for that. Ooh. I think just manipulation. We're going to call it I'm, the rake effect. I don't know. Effect. I'm going to have to look. We're going to call it the rake effect. The rake effect. <laughs> because I get what you're saying and it's absolutely true. And this is why gray rocking is a skill to use on these kinds of people mm. because they can't, you don't give them anything to work with. Can you, you can you explain what gray rocking um, is? For the people. Yeah, totally. It's, <laughs> I just made a reel on it. I know. I saw it. Head over to Alex Scott. I saw it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's basically like, honestly, think of a gray rock and that's what you're aiming to be. Boring, non-emotional, very factual. Like it sounds silly, but it's a great visualization totally. to be like, that is the energy that you want to give them, which is like boring. Not, because here's the thing. Folks that are narcissistic and toxic and manipulative, like that whole category, you know, they thrive off your reactions. Mm -hmm. That is like fuel to their fire, whether positive or negative. Okay. Yeah. Cause like, let's be real. Just like Brie was saying, good manipulators are charming as fuck in the beginning. Mm -hmm. That is why they're so tricky to spot because it's like, Ooh, wow. You're telling me all the things I want to hear. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, which is why I think healthy nerve, like a little bit of nervousness is actually a green flag on a date because folks who are charming aren't nervous, nervous, right? Like folks who can be manipulative yeah. aren't as nervous. Yeah. Cause they feel super confident anyway. So gray rocking is like short, sweet to the point type answer saying, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. matter of fact, you know, not allowing, um, to yourself to give too much information. Cause if you give and nothing, so in they this... have nothing to be creative with. Right. So if you're less is more, less is more. I'm, you know, I have a client going through a divorce right now and unfortunately very narcissistic ex. And that's been my counsel to her is like, he doesn't, I understand he feels entitled to extra information about your personal life. He doesn't, mm -hmm. he, it's not true. So he doesn't need to know. And if he keeps insisting, I'll have this conversation with a third party present. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's, that's gray rocking though. Great. It's like, you know, Mm -hmm. Yes. To the point, you know, making statements that don't have, uh, you know, any uh, emotions tied to them. So instead of being like, oh my God, you hurt me so much. It's like, we see things differently. And so, right. Those are two very different statements. Of course, Jake is not looking to even learn about gray rocking because he does, he wants to get to know Ray. And, and I just, uh, you know, you and I both agree on this. We want to be super clear. We have no uh, sort of information that would suggest that we can be certain at all, or even like super oh, convinced yeah. that Ray is narcissistic, manipulative. We're just calling, we're doing what we set out to do on the show, which is to just pick right. apart some of the information that's given to us while with in mind that it's carefully edited to push a storyline yeah. and to just point out that like, I don't want us while we're dating to offer someone and say, this water bottle is blue, isn't it? And have someone be like, yes, it is. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's a little bit too, you know, transact, you know, tangible, but like when you, when you, you tell someone how you think that they feel and they take it sometimes in certain situations that is used to create a bond between the two of you where a bond does not exist organically. Right. No, because it's basically saying like, oh, you know me so well. When it's like yeah. in this scenario, Jake doesn't know Ray so well. Yeah. But because, and what I think truly when I um, analyze that interaction, what it felt like to me was Jake, uh, Jake I'm like struggling to say Rake and Jake. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Jake was saying, you know, oh, you felt guilty because that's what he felt. Yeah. Right. Right. And 
And I truly feel that Jake is coming at this from an honest, like, I think he truly does like Ray. Her. I am suspicious of Ray because of how she was with Zay, the person she came here with, and how she's been so far with Jake and how she's positioned herself and the things that she's said. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, my notes here are, you know, you can't even say in your first concessional confessional that you love Zay, the guy you came here with when the producers ask you why you want to marry him. But now you're all giddy about Jake and saying, you know, she could say she loved Jake or she, I'm sorry. Alex is like tripping over her words. <laughs> Let me back up. Yeah. These two are connecting. Is this the couple that was like, I know it's too soon to say love? Who was no, that? That was, is that, that was this couple? Colby. That was Colby and Lauren before Nate interrupted. Okay, never mind. My bad. That's what I was trying to say here. I thought it was this couple. I thought he was going to be like, it's too soon to say the L word. And I'm like, oh my God, no. Because no, like, she couldn't even say that but about you know what? They, She does have another confession. That's okay. You fumbled the bag. It's okay. We all do it. We're human beings. Um, I screwed it up. <laughs> you're good. Um, I screwed up the couple. What she did do was there was another confessional where she was just like talking about how how much she does care for Zay and that she did enter the show with him. And then sort of true to Ray's nature, she's like, but something with Jake. <laughs> and then she never says anything else. And yeah. at the end of their clip, again, edited for us to no longer see any more of it. I don't know if she answered this question. Jake leaves her with, okay, so what is it that you want? What's, what's important to you in your life going forward? He's trying to get to know, what are you looking for to see how he fits in mm -hmm. with that? Because he's trying to see, do I like you more than my girlfriend, April, who I came on the show with? And Ray doesn't answer. Yeah. You want to know what's, and then she also asks, what are we as yeah. well? in this same setting. What are we? And so what I'm picking up on is Ray never blatantly says what she wants and what she feels. No, she's, she's riding off of what the men around her are giving her. Yeah. And, sh and that to like, again, more sus suspicious behavior because mm -hmm. that's exhausting in a relationship when you're the one that's like having to pull teeth, getting the information out of someone, which Zay we saw that that first episode where he's like, how do you feel about me? And she can't, she was like, I can show you better than tell you. And it's like, whoa, how do you ever have a good conversation with a partner like that? Where it's like, well, you're distracted you by tantalizing you, sex and then you stop caring until right. you care again. And it's like, yeah. And so, you know, that's a common theme that we're seeing with Ray. And I'm a little scared for Jake because I feel that, I feel Ray rides off of the excitement, the chase, that newness. And I think in time she'll end up treating Jake the same way she treated Zay. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I know. I'm it. not stoked about it. No, it's not good yeah, for anyone. 100%. Yeah, Jake's in trouble. It's too predictable. Poor April. Randall's in trouble. Randall's in trouble. <laughs> April's really getting the short end of the fucking stick, though. I think she, yeah, I think she really wants to be a good partner. I think I, I would love to have an April in any of my courses mm. because the desire is there. She just doesn't know how, right? And I think that, I think that I will take a client like that 
over anyone who's stuck in like, you know, in victim mode, because it's like the reality is, is that when we are stuck in victim mode, we are so focused on everyone else being wrong. Yeah. That it's like, we, we are too, our egos are too loud at that point. And I was there, like, we all go through a state where we're like, we want to point the finger at everyone. So I'm not saying that I'm superior because I was there. It, but it took me getting my heart broken over and over again to finally humble my, myself and say, how am I contributing to this? Yeah. And I think April's at that, at that rock bottom. She's hearing Jake, who's like, it was always all about you. You never asked what I wanted. And she's like, oh, my God, I needed to know that. I'm sorry that you felt that way. I'm sorry that I didn't know that. She's even telling the entire table of people that, you know, she had to sit there and, and hear that out. And, like, that's what she needs to work on as a partner. I truly think she does want to figure this out. I think she really wants to figure this out with Jake. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do feel that that is an invaluable part of someone's personality when they get to that point where it's like, I'm hungry for the change. I'm eager for the change. Like I want it to happen. I just don't know how, like give me the steps. Mm -hmm. And that is like, she's going to have wild success if she stays in that like desire to I learn just and grow. don't know what's going to happen you know? to her when she gets to the other side of this show. Mm. No, because I agreed. Yeah. I don't think the show's going to help her at all yeah. with what she wants. I think she is there with the right intentions, but the show isn't the right way to do no. that. Cause she's literally just reaching. Just think about it. Like right she's, she's, she didn't get to enter this, the, the three week trial relationship with anyone that she would have wanted to, which would have been Hunter. No Hunter's gone. Uh, she got last pick for her, the relationship football team with Colby Colby, Colby is zeroed in on Madeline and making sure that everyone loves him. And so true. And April is taking this very seriously. So that's why. And <laughs> all the while her partner, Jake is getting relationship bombed by Ray. So April's yeah. fucked, dude. I feel bad for her. Not in the long run. I think she's like, I think in a couple years or whenever this was like, she's going to be a powerhouse of a woman. Prime. I really do. Um, yeah. Cause I, I like, you know, I'm not saying she's none of us are golden ch children, right? Like I'm sure she has her own shit. All of us have our own shit that we need to work on. But as far as like seeing the way she's talked and the way she's tried to conduct herself, I do feel that it's, with the right intentions. Totally. Um, Agreed. I feel for her. Me okay, too. what are we going to call them? This one's the hardest okay. one. Colby and April. Corporal. Ape B. Corporal. 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 Thank you. You're welcome. Because I was like sitting here, like, what thinking, are we going to do? I was thinking about it. Corporal. Uh, that was a hard one. To I'm do. so <laughs> thankful. Yeah. I was like, what is okay. this? Okay. Oh, wait, we didn't do Madeline and Randall. No, we did. Mandel. 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 Okay, so we have we got it. We have Mandel. Red flags and green. Flags. Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, Mandel, Mandel. Rake. Rake. Zanique and Copral. Zanique <laughs> and Copral. I like Zanique. Zanique is the best yeah, one. It's the best one. Yeah. <laughs> and it also happened naturally, yeah, which you know accident. is even better. So okay, red flag, okay. green flag. Uh, red flag Colby, Colby with his statement of I'm going to help you overcome, uh, having hate kids. that. Yeah. It has to be it for me. Everything about it was icky. Yeah. I agree. I agree. You have any others? Um, my, so many. 
My red flag is going to be with Ray and basically restating what I just said, mm. like her inability to just own what she wants and how she feels and what she's thinking and always being this chameleon. Totally. Yeah, totally. Even if it's not coming from a manipulative place, because we have to leave room for that to be true, because we are just viewers, informed viewers, but viewers, uh, she needs to work on her vulnerability. She will get a lot further in the goals that she said, said that she has for herself. seems that she's a very accomplished True. woman, young woman. Uh, she will get a lot more, a lot further if she's vulnerable and, and starts connecting with people that she feels strongly about and that want the same things with her. Point blank period. True. Uh, okay. Yeah. So green flag. What's yours? Um, my green flag would be with, uh, I guess I'll give it to, um, April for one. God, green flags are hard to give out on this green show. Green flags are hard to give out on this show. <laughs> Cause like, I like Shanique and Zay, but I, I didn't see anything that I'm like, oh yeah, I want to reward yeah, that. If, and if, if um, anything, there was a moment with Zanique and with, with Zanique. Where I was, I was mm -hmm. a little bit frustrated with Zay for like sort of, uh, it, it was, it felt a little love bombing to me where he was like, you've changed me as a man. It's only been a couple days that would have made me feel yeah. like you don't actually know me. So what if I, I don't like when people try to use those words to say like, you've changed me to convince someone that they've had a really strong impact. Like I, I can be awesome, but that doesn't mean that I have that. Don't tell me that I've had the power to change you in a couple of days. It's fucking weird. Well, and it's like, yeah, it is weird. It's, and it's like, what does that say about you? Yeah. Like, are you like, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I agree with that. So I'm going to give a green flag to April for uh, speaking up for herself and for being really honest with where she's at. I think that I can reward that. Yes. You know, I'm going to give a there green go. flag to Lauren for setting a boundary yes. to say that we're not going to get married until we like figure out our kid topic. Seriously. Um, get it girl. Yeah. I get hope it, that girl. they go to therapy. I hope that they maintain that boundary. I hope that they don't actually get engaged for real, for real, for a little while. You, listen, be engaged. Please don't, don't put a date in the calendar. If there is until you've decided, please, like it's one thing to like accept a proposal from someone that you love and have been doing this with for a while. But if there is stuff that you want to work out, please don't feel like you need to go full swing into the wedding planning. Go no. figure out your shit. Be, be engaged for five yeah. fucking years for all I care. Seriously. I, I think that if there's one, of course, we're at the end of the episode now, but like if there's one thing you take away from this episode, mm -hmm. it's that getting married nor having a baby solves your relationship problems. It exacerbates them. And okay? so for women getting married does not mean that we've accomplished our lives and does not mean that we are any more figured out in this world than the world would love for us to believe. It does not make your life better. For real. It does not make your life better. No, <laughs> no. So, um, and I think that that's something that Nate is thinking, like, if we get married, this will solve all the problems. And it's like, no, dude, actually it won't. Mm -hmm. So, 
Yeah. Wow. Green flags. That was hard, hard for me to like yeah. pick something yeah. out. I out forgot of that. about Nate and Lauren. Oh, and honestly, I... their whole situation is not a green flag. It's not. No, Ugh. no. But Lauren stating that is so go Lauren. On go. the next episode of Alex and mine's desperate hunt for green flags and the, the Netflix show, the ultimatum next week, we'll cover yeah. episode four. <laughs> yes. Yes, we will. Um, well, thanks guys for hanging out with us on this episode of excitement and tears. drama and Little tears. tears. <laughs> yes. Bombs. <laughs> yeah. Um, seriously though, thanks for listening. We love you guys so much. Uh, if you want a free mini session with us, you can head to our website, ditch the slash podcast and fill out an application. Um, if we feel like you're a good fit for the show, we will go ahead and email you to schedule a time to hop on a little session with yeah. us. And then, yeah, if you just want a question answered and you don't actually want your face or your voice to be on the show, then you can also visit our website, ditchthescriptpod.com and submit that to us and we would be happy to answer it for you. Uh, if you wanna follow our social medias and interact with us there, we post every week. Um, we are at ditchthescriptpod on Instagram and TikTok share our clips share it with your friends give them a message that they probably need to hear listen sometimes that's easier than having a difficult conversation with your friend who is stuck so true let it be a conversation opener love bomb us by leaving ratings (laughs) and reviews please 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 rate review subscribe that helps us uh get the word out so please and thanks it does okay season thanks love you guys love you bye bye